0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the Spiritual Rebels and Misfits podcast. We are really excited that you're here to get weird with us. <laughs>
1: and we're going to have all kinds of, you know, absurd ideas playing around with magnificent guests. And we're just going to go to places you always wanted to go. But, you know, you couldn't tell mom and dad how you felt about aliens, about channeling. You couldn't say fuck.
0: I'm Ashley Bradley. I am a mom. I am an intuitive business coach. I'm a business psychic and a channel.
1: I am James Lester. I am an open homosexual. I'm a speaker, a writer. I am a member of the recovery community, and I am a queer activist.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's been a while. We've missed you very, very much, and we hope that you missed us as well.
1: I missed mean, you so hard. <laughs>
0: so this is our first episode back for season two we're diving into ascension we're just going straight in
1: mm-hmm. no lube <laughs> so we are coming back you know bigger bolder getting more real with it uh this episode we're diving into ascension and we do have a very very special guest that apparently mm-hmm. brings out the very quiet student in me, according to mm-hmm. Ashley.
0: So why don't you introduce her, her for
1: everyone? Oh. Yeah, you
0: you're guys are going to see the contrast here, okay. going from no lube to like, yeah.
1: All the foreplay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, my three Meliana, she is a divine feminine teacher. She's a channel. She's a holistic psychotherapist. She's amazing. And she was our guest uh, last season. We talked about past lives and we kind of like started to go into Ascension mm-hmm. like by accident. But I think she thought that that might be too weird for us or too much for us. And we're just Little like, Oh, she not know.
1: about now. <laughs>
0: <did she> <laughs> and so we invited her back. She was definitely a amazing guest that dropped so much wisdom on us last season. So we're excited that she said yes to us again for this season. I think that's why James, I think James feels like he wants to be on his best behavior because he might, um, I think you have a fear you're going to scare her away or disrespect her. Right.
1: Well, believe it or not, Ms. Ashley, I try to hold the respect and space for someone that brings, you know, not such rambunctious energy as you and I sometimes hold. So I I wanted to make sure that I gave space and respect to her because I definitely, definitely have a lot of respect for the energy she brought to this whole conversation. She goes out there with some really, really not... Far out ideas, but we've been told they're far out ideas about what we're here doing on this earth experience, what we truly are, the divine that we truly are. So I have mad respect for her. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And she's definitely going to bring like this this beautiful perspective to Ascension. And it's very different from like the rapture scenario that I think that people really fear with this topic. Because I think sometimes people, they see the word Ascension and they're just like, Fuck now. Like, this is too out there for me. I don't even want to touch it. I don't even want to open my mind to it. But I think it's, I think for the people that might initially push away, I think that it's different than they might think. And anybody that's sort of curious or resonating, or I'm guessing listening to this, I'm assuming they must be open, right? If they're listening. So yeah, I, I kind of
1: embraced the whole rapture scenario without, you know, the religious damnation in it. So it is a new understanding that it starts within it within. And I just, I just love her and I love being back and this season's going to get freaky.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's why I want to make sure that you don't fucking water down your freaky just because you have like this kind of beautiful, delicate, Divine goddess, come in front of you because I'm just like, where the fuck did my co-host go? And Mm. I'm counting on you to be fucking weird. You're, and I want to say I'm going to speak for anybody listening that they really want James to be weird, right? I'm
1: not going to unleash the beast on everyone, so I do what I want, and you should know that by now. So, anyhow, we hope you enjoyed the conversation. It's amazing.
0: Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Let us know your your thoughts. Let us know your feedback, your questions. As always, we're still keeping things going in the, the Spiritual Rebels and Misfits Roundtable, which is our Facebook group. So join us over there. Be in conversation with us between episodes. Let us know what sparked for you, or what your perspective is, because we want to hear it.
1: Invite a friend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Enjoy. We'll see you later. Love Bye, everybody. <laughs> Hi, everybody.
1: Hi. Hello, hello, hello.
0: We're back after many weeks. Other than our little like pop in, our little pop in that we had in what was that winter solstice? Winter December-ish. Solstice. That was still several weeks ago. I mean, it's been many weeks since we've been gone. <laughs>
1: got very enthusiastic about that i'm excited to be back are you excited to be back
0: yes because i feel like this is like our time that we get to talk together like every single week because you have turned me down several times to be one of your sponsees just so that i get regular phone time with you each day
1: (laughs) (laughs) i told you until you actually pick up a drug and alcohol problem it's a no-go okay and you
0: tempted me to well i've I've made up the story that, like, can I just for a weekend have a problem and then get sober, like, come Monday? And you're like,
2: no.
1: Okay, I need to tell – I'm going to tell you this one last time. No, you may not garnish an alcohol a drug problem. And no, you're also not a gay man. I, I want to clarify that as well. We are a text conversation. Don't ask me about gay sex apps. You don't need to know about it.
0: I just – feel like if we're going to be best friends that I need to understand, like, these different things, like, call sniffies or what is it called? <laughs>
2: I'm like, what the
0: fuck is that? Any, any normal person would be like, you're going to have to fill me in on what the fuck goes on there. Because it's there's a lot of potentials going through my mind based on the names. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm going to leave you in the dark about it. So, we're back. It's been, it was one hell of a year and it's starting off as one hell of a new year. So, welcome back, everybody. I'm excited. I've missed everyone. I've missed seeing your face. I usually only get to hear your voice.
0: That's true. That's we, true.
1: We had originally planned to get together and do mischievous podcast things during the break, but you know, COVID, uh, Mother mm-hmm. Nature had other plans, so we never get to see one another. So welcome everyone that's watching. I'm excited for our guest today. I'm excited for our topic.
0: Hi, Alyssa. Hi, Perla. Say hi to us if you're here, because we really want to feel like we're like sitting at the same table with you, hanging out, eating bagels with you. Like I was snacking (laughs) (laughs) before. Whatever you eat, I don't know. I don't know what you eat.
1: Are you talking about everyone or specifically me?
0: I'm like the collective you. Yeah. <laughs> so Solange, let's... by the way, like I I meant to share this with my group so that they could see it because I told them that I was going to share it. So Solange is backstage. Solange, can you share that for me and my group before I forget? Because I want to follow through with my word. And so sometimes I need Solange's help to do that. <laughs>
1: I have no fucking idea what you're talking about.
0: That's okay. You don't need to know. Just slash. Oh,
1: okay. So you want to know about gay apps, but I can't even fucking know what you're talking about on the same show we're a part of.
0: My group. My How to Make Money Being Magical group. Oh, uh,
1: okay. All right. I told them
0: that I would share it with them, and I didn't share the the live yet. But anyway, let's start, like... Is there anything that you want to talk about before we get this is like a big topic. We're just fucking going for it with like ascension. And when I say that it's because sometimes people get this like rapture scenario in their mind when we start talking about this. So that's why I'm like, oh, this is big. We're not messing around. We're like season 2 and we're like going straight in for it. So, what's what do you want to talk about? Do you want to just dive into it together? You want to catch up on other things first?
1: Yeah. Um, well, I kind of want, I, of course, you know, I did my homework, so I have a little bit of like Ascension and it's a breakdown that really resonated with me, but I want to say like how weird it has been because you and I have been talking about like Ascension and the Ascension theory, for I feel like over a year now, and just this, like even this last thing that happened last week with the U S government kind of everything going fucking crazy. It all fits into this narrative of like the theory of Ascension. So it's been kind of really weird to watch how everything's played out the whole year. We've been talking about this, be it like the pandemic, the civil like uprising, uh, the whole like clash with government. It's been like kind of trippy, like almost like watching like a sci-fi movie or like, you know what I mean? Does that make any sense? Or like this movie where like everything's slowly coming true. So it's been like really, really, weird to watch it all play out what are your thoughts on that
0: it is and I think sometimes I'm reading these um books like I've been reading a lot of channeled texts lately and then I realized that the book was written like in 2012 and they're all talking about this different time and so I'm realizing that even while it feels like we've been talking about it for a long time I'm I'm guessing that my three probably has probably been in this work for even longer than we've known about it or known that word. So I think it's just really interesting as well to be like, Oh, like people have been talking about this for so long that I feel like I'm just getting looped into it, let alone um, probably a lot of people that are listening to this as well. But I, I think that you and I both knew that the 2021 was going to be different and, Mm. and weird and, and we're like, so like, oh, it's going to be really fun for us because we're really embracing <laughs> a lot of that weird and knowing that there's going to be a lot of big changes and a lot of shake up for for things to be different and for things to change and for things to be created in a new way. And so it's kind of it's interesting to feel all of that when you watch it go down to to, to feel that side of it as well, because I know that not everyone not everyone has seen it through that that lens.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's really hard because, I mean, there is death and there is poverty and there is confusion attached around it. But yeah. I, I also feel like from all these things, like this great awakening is meant to and is happening. So it is really like, I don't know, it's really hard to be like, oh my gosh, 2020 was such an invigorating year because like some people might, be hurt by that but like that's the truth and I was watching a lot of my friends be like it's the end of 2020 like thank god like can't wait for 2021 I was like oh no like (laughs) ah shit's about to get even like funkier you know what I mean so I I can't Mm -hmm. wait to see what our guest has to say about that so it's just so can I read are we ready to like dive into the whole Ascension thing anything else we need to catch up on want to talk about your hair about what do you want to do okay
0: (laughs) read what you what you had Prepared from
1: homework. So it says.
0: Except I always request that you put like your own flair. Like I always love when you paraphrase more than you read it because like that's your magic, you know, it's like how you say it and how you share it.
1: Well, I often reject your request. So.
2: <laughs> I know. I so know. Th- just real
1: quick, says, to understand the ascension in the most relatable terms, consider the rapture, all of God's worshipers and faithful being whisked away while all the heathens with Satan in the heart stay and burn. A real nasty scene, right? Well, ascension is the same general concept, but with less fire and brimstone. So essentially, it comes down to consciousness and personal reality. So I thought that was like a real cool kind of breakdown. What are your thoughts on that? You're making a face.
0: Well, cause I'm processing it and I was like, I don't know. I don't know that I would talk about it in exactly those words. And so I think that that's, but the thing is, is that I think that we need so many different lenses and so many different ways to think about it. And so, um, so, I don't know. I don't know but, that I don't I don't know. I'm Well, let I'm me
1: continue that. on a a little <laughs> bit more, all right? Cuz it's actually a very positive like and it this is from it's called the Golden Road Alchemy and it says the true ascension theory is as follows. Now, like, I'm feeling like I have to add, like, add gay sass as (laughs) I'm reading this, because it kind of curse me. At some point very soon, the Earth, as she is a living, breathing self, will evolve at a third density, which is grossly physical, material-based, and exist in a fourth density, which is compassionate and no room for bullshit. This Earthly shift will be aided and precipitated by incredible solar activity, high vibrational uh, cosmic waves. And pretty much it goes on to say that, like, you got to get on board because Earth is like going into a, a new density, a new frequency, mm-hmm. so be it. And a lot of events will get us to get on board so we can go with Earth This living into the new density. And so that's what I've been seeing play out is like a lot of shit to like wake you up, get mm-hmm. you like to like give a shit about what's, you know, essential to the, the human experience and stop being, you know, lollydolling with fucking stupid shit.
0: Yeah, okay. So I think that sits with me differently and I'm just like, okay, yes. And I think that with some of the things that I've read that, that also resonates is like free will choice is always such a big, a big part of our experience. And it sounds as though, even if it's at a soul level that people do have that choice of whether they want to go along with sort of a more 3d experience and maybe there's more for them to like learn or absorb and maybe they're just like opting out. Um, and so I'll be curious if my three has like some, um, you know, insight or an opinion on that as well. Like, will some people maybe just opt out of experiencing these different energies as the frequency of earth rises? And maybe that's, that's their choice that like, maybe it doesn't, maybe they get to have some other experience. I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I feel like there's a lot of um, possibilities still. And I think that sometimes we see different theories related to Ascension because it does seem like there's probably different timelines and different possibilities or different ways that it might play out. And that I don't, I think that we're just able to sort of tune in and see what feels right in this moment. And it might happen in a different way. We might maybe jump to a different timeline or possibility just based on sort of like what the collective is choosing. I think that's what, feels good for me right now but i might change my mind we might talk to my three and i might find a different thing that feels good so
1: well i think my, I, I think my three is gonna like talk about i'm all assuming but i'm not really excited <laughs> she's gonna be here by the way like last time she was on like i literally like just got stumped listening to her because she's just so magical when she speaks and it was so funny because when we we're talking about this episode like you like we're eating and like we're being nasty on the phone. We're talking about like, Oh, she's probably not going to do it. <laughs> and then your phone being you're like, Oh my God, she agreed to do it. We're like, Oh my God, really? Like my three, <laughs> like the real deal, you know, and you got us over here. Misfits and so She's, you know, probably going to like lend the right words to it. But of course me, I want like a big dramatic, you know, big dramatic shift where like the, you know, the aliens come down and the world shifts and shit like that, but it's probably going to be more internal and I'm down for that as well. But something is definitely on the horizon. I think there's no more ignoring that. No matter where you're at on the spiritual level, no matter if you're agnostic, if like you're into crystals and that's about it. Like there's no ignoring like something that is going on in this earth experience. Would you agree to that?
0: hmm And what I will say is that when I was getting my hair done yesterday and I was talking about aliens, you know, because I always I always have to call out to it. Like I always feel like I have this very disruptive energy where like, he's always, and he's known me since I was like 16 years old. And I'm just, these things that come out of my mouth, I could tell (laughs) they're, they're a lot for, for him. And he just, you know, thinks I'm kooky, but he's there for it. And he uh, was saying that he agreed that like some people, you know, when more is revealed that it might be too much, but other people are going to be so there for it and be like, wow, like, there's so much more going on in our universe than we ever realized. And I was thinking it was going to be more towards the end of 2020. And I guess disclosure has kind of been dripping in and seeping in. Um, but we keep seeing more and more. What, why do you, I
1: I didn't like that descriptive. You don't
0: like it. You don't like the spoon feeding the light. Like it feels as though it's being shared in small ways, but like, um, it's not making major headlines, yet more and more information is coming out. And um, I think I, I, don't, I don't even know where my three sits on this, but I do feel like that's something that's going to be introduced to the general public in a more uh, public way and that it's going to require people to question everything, really, for the people that haven't thought about it before. And that's going to be a big shakeup as well that at least I'm feeling this year. Well, I felt I just, it last year. I'm i didn't, for it this year.
1: <laughs> I didn't like your descriptive of dripping and seeping in. It just That's
0: okay. Yeah, it's okay.
1: You nasty. You don't have to. It's
0: okay. okay. It's okay.
1: Well, I'm glad my three is gonna like, come and have like poetic language. And She's not gonna be. add
0: the beauty of the feminine and it's gonna be great. She's gonna balance us out. <laughs> and I'm here for it. <laughs> well, I'm gonna pull you in right now, my three. Just add her into the mix. Hello. <laughs> Hi.
2: <laughs> i been loving your conversation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't judge us, my three. <laughs> I,
2: it. I, it.
1: I know you're not. It's I'm the inner critic.
2: And the- <laughs> Let's do it slowly. Let's do it slowly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so welcome back and thank you for joining us. How's the new year going for you? How is everything?
0: Are you really going to start with small talk with her? I am. I am.
1: Your time is up, my three.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's great. I'm really happy to be with you both, first of all. Let me say that. Mm -hmm. Um, Good, actually. The shift has been incredible. Not so much the new year, but the whole Jupiter-Saturn conjunction Mm -hmm. was, yeah. It shifted. I could feel the energy shifting for two weeks very powerfully.
1: Yeah, I definitely, definitely enjoyed that time. I enjoyed like the whole ceremony of it and the energy around it. Did you have any big realizations, any experiences during that time or since?
2: Yeah, I had this feeling of literally like bands coming off of me. I mean, it felt mm-hmm. like some kind of, you know, in, imprisoned chains that just that energetic thing of whatever has been restricting us is now coming off of us and there's a, there's a opening up to this new freedom. And it makes sense because we're shifting out, you know, it was, we've entered officially the age of Aquarius. So coming out of earth into air, that lighter, that lighter feeling. Yeah.
0: Can I just say my three, that you have a very activating energy. And I just noticed as soon as you come in, my third eye just starts to like, Tingle. And I think that's why it feels like we just say, oh, we feel like we're in awe. And I feel like it's very magical. But I feel like literally, like listening to you, that things are shifting within us as well. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if, I don't know if you're aware of that, but just putting it out there, I'm curious, have you felt like integrating these energies has like required more rest? Because I do feel like, um, I know a lot of people have been talking about feeling a little bit more tired. I know that I've needed more rest. I didn't go into the new year feeling like it's time to crush goals. Like what's your experience been about that?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I've actually had almost a turnaround, a 180. Um, My last year felt very extroverted in terms of coming out, teaching and creating new programs. And I've now feel this thing of just going in, um, So yes, definitely needing more rest, more introspection, more getting to the kernel of the truth of things. Inside.
1: So, my three, will you give us like an overview when you hear the word ascension? Like what? resonates and what rings around that word or that concept for you in particular. Cause there's a lot of like people talking about different versions of it. You just heard our mumbo jumbo, but our version of it, like what, like what energy does that particular word hold for you?
2: Um, <clears throat> so this is my version. Thank you for saying that. Mm-hmm. And so for me, ascension, just the word ascend, right? Where we're ascending, we're, going up we're going upwards we're rising to something and there's a sense of lift off there's a sense of takeoff, going upwards to something higher and that to me is what ascension is we are elevating on on every level um you know mind body spirit and and it's collective you know i think before you know spirituality has been I'm on my journey. This person's on theirs and you know, that one's on theirs, but this is this collective ascending, which is just so exciting and shattering and earth shaking at the same time.
1: I love, I love that you said that go ahead. Sorry.
2: Well, I know
0: that you, you channel, like I think mother Mary is the, the the primary entity person that, Mm -hmm. that you channel. I'm curious if, if, um, there's been information or insight that that you've gathered uh, from that, that you might be willing to share with us?
2: Um, Well, the main, uh, not a whole lot around that, but the main focus or the main message around that is that for all of us to know who we are as spiritual beings and that the primary force that we are awakening to is that of love.
1: Mm. I love that.
2: Because that is be and it is a force. You know, we, we think of forces, guns, or violence, or power, but literally the force of love. And it's happening through love. And often it may not look like love, but, you know, sometimes there's a higher love.
1: Mm. I, I definitely have been feeling that the whole understanding that we are. One that there is really no difference between Ashley and myself and you—that we are all one—has becoming more electrified and more uh, resilient, and it's sh- starting to show itself. Sometimes with contrast, especially like this last week, if, as you see people kind of clinging to old ideas that we are separated mm-hmm. by government, by political parties, by thought patterns. It's starting to, like you said, be shattered in that concept that we're all one is coming to to light. Are you getting a sense of that as well?
2: Absolutely. I mean, we're, you know, since the whole virus thing, we've we've all gotten the same message that we have to, we are connected. And I think there's only going to be an increasing of that, of realizing how connected we are. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, already we're, we care about each other so much more, right? We know what, Everybody else, we all have this common experience now that we can all relate to. And I think this is only going to grow in terms of care, in terms of understanding, in terms of kindness, compassion, and peace. So ascension is really opening up to so much, I think, that we all yearn for and long for in our hearts, but can't fathom how in the world are we going to get there
1: last time you were on and this time again as soon as you start speaking i get like this overall <laughs> sense of like hope going on you know or actually like right away like when you start speaking it's just so hopeful and i thank you so much for bringing that energy
0: i think that the the 5d energies are already here and i think that when i see like even um like a lot of the spiritual entrepreneurs, one of the things that feels challenging for them is like being so in touch and and um, really creating and speaking from the 5D and that sometimes we're still living here in this 3D reality that it does feel like both are sort of, and I don't know if you have a different perspective or a different way of explaining this, that it almost feels that both are sort of coexisting and that some people are more over in the 5D, some people are more over in the 3D. Are you feeling that same, um, thing as well? Or, or would you describe it like that?
2: I think we span multiple dimensions. I think we, we cohabit multiple div- dimensions at the same time. And, you know, personally, i I feel like, yes, I do feel once I'm here, once I'm there and my work I think is to bridge and mm-hmm. help people cross that bridge, you know, and, um, but but i think as our souls coming from the perspective of of our soul we do span multiple dimensions and so it's very easy to move you know it's not like we get on a plane and go from north america to asia it's not not that concrete it's literally we can shift it's just it's almost like a radio shifting a channel shifting it's a shifting of consciousness and we're doing it all the time we're doing even if you think you're in three D and don't even know what five D is, you still <laughs> you know, go yeah. Yeah.
1: Just just like manifesting, like even if you don't think you're doing it, you're doing it. So just tuning into those different levels. We're doing that all the time. Right. Okay, very nice.
0: Do you see the the ascension process as something that slowly unfolds over time versus other people that are sharing it as like it's an event or theories about it happening sort of in in a flash like what is your your perspective or or even your your sense of of how it unfolds
2: it's it's unfolding and it's been unfolding for a while and um <clears throat> you know like it's been talked about in multiple civilizations. The Mayans have talked about it. Um, In India, they've talked, you know, it's just, it's a cycle. It's a cycle, these ancient cycles that we go through. And um, I don't think of it as an event. I don't think it's suddenly the lights get turned on and then this ta I don't think it's at all like that. That would be just, that would just shock our nervous systems, fry us completely. So we are being gradually unfold it just like a bud slowly blossoms into a flower and then into a fruit. Mm, I kinda- it has, we have to ripen into it. We can't, it's not a force. You can't peel the petals off and go, you know, it's not, it's an organic process. And we, you know, I heard you talking about free will earlier, Ashley, And I think that's a huge part of it that we choose. It's not just something that's being done to us. You know, it's very much a choice of each individual and each soul.
0: And I know that we had some questions gathered beforehand from people. And one of them was like, well, what is the point of us experiencing like a a third dimensional reality or the contrast? And um, is is there things that you, you see that it was important for our soul to learn to be here before we're. We're there, so to speak.
2: Gosh, that question really deserves a whole 24 hours and more. I <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> I I read that and I'm like that's um that's almost like saying, why did everything get created? Mm. You know, what is the purpose of existence when we can't know what we truly are in the first place? Which is divine, right? Why why do we go through all of this ultimately to know we are that? At the end, you know, what's the point? Um, You know, in in India, in Hinduism, uh, which I grew up in, there's this beautiful word, "lila," which is play. And you know, when people ask what is the purpose of existence, that's often the answer that's given: that this is sort of the play of the creator, um, that if everything was just divine and, and everything is, was divine, if you take it in the linear sense, um, you know, the creator one day woke up, not woke up, but realized I'm all alone. It's just me. I'm just the one. I want another to experience myself with. And that's why creation came into being. So we have the one and the other. And so this duality came into being to have the experience of not knowing just for the adventure, just for the play of it. And it makes absolutely no sense now, especially in 2020 with all of this. And it's, and I don't think we can understand it from what we know, from our limited perspective. I honestly don't think, I cannot claim to understand it. And I don't know if anybody can.
0: Go ahead, James. <laughs> I know we both well, are like, oh. I know. Trying, <laughs> We're so to,
1: trying to get through yeah. her first, but I just, <laughs> Something that you said really stuck out to me, you said, you know, this is like a cycle. So with that, you know, what I've come to understand in my own, you know, short understanding is we've been here before and we'll be here again. Is that how you see it too, that we've been through this like kind of evolution, so be it of like a a spiritual knowledge that we've gone through this three to five and so on and so forth?
2: Yeah, I've, I've seen that's, that's what they say. I'm not sure. I don't know. Obviously, I don't know. Um, but that's what um, in Hinduism, there are these big cycles of time where there is this ascension and then the descension. And that's kind of the spiraling of existence. Uh, mm-hmm. And we've had multiple civilizations before mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm.
1: That's secretly what I was getting in. You know it, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think that
0: we do want to experience all of it as souls. And I think that sometimes it's hard for people to be like, well, why would I want to experience destruction or hatred or rejection? But I think that that is a part of the expansion. And I know I've been really diving more into like the shadow work and some of those books lately of, of just sort of having a curiosity about like, that deep down there is that, that part of us on an unconscious level that does want to have the full range of experience. And so I don't know that everyone would consciously say that, but I do think that that's, a, I guess maybe an interesting perspective that that pops into my mind just from a recent book that I read on like, well, why might we want this 3d experience? Mm-hmm. Why, my, why, my, why might we want to experience duality? So mm-hmm. um but yeah the real answer i guess
2: <laughs> that's yeah. the mystery of life right yeah. well the other thing i think you know what 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 um, a lot of channeled writing say is that the people who are here especially at this time have chosen to be here that there's something so remarkable so significant so extraordinary about this time that we are here to for this you know to lend whatever we are um, or whatever we can do to, to support this. Um, there's a wonderful saying that a call went out throughout the universe. And the ones of us who are here answer the call.
1: I love that. I really, really love that. Do you – I don't know – there's this book Journey of Souls that kind of taps on like returning to source and like some energy being like it has traveled many la- lifetimes and continues to go through lessons and then like newer souls. Do you believe that the people that are here now are perhaps gearing up to guide younger souls through their journeys to be, I don't know, kind of guides and other people that are starting their Earth experiences? I don't know if that question makes sense, but do you think that yeah. that's
2: <clears throat> part yeah, of the I mean,
1: participation right now?
2: Yeah. Souls, souls have, you know, can have thousands of lifetimes, right? And each lifetime we're learning something new and we learn, we have soul lessons across multiple lifetimes. So one, one time it might be, I want to learn humility. Another another time it might be, I want to learn power. You know, we have big lessons that each soul chooses to learn over a segment of lifetimes. And there are old souls. And then there are young souls. And, um, there are some souls who are here who, um, you know, maybe Earth is the very first time they've 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 come into being as a soul, so they're having their growing experience on Earth and doing what young souls do, and then there are you know, teenager souls and thirty-something souls and middle-aged souls and then older souls, right? And um, and I think, and I think the ones who've been around the block, so to speak, have lived on maybe other dimensions as well and are also as as also as well as coexisting on other dimensions while they're also here, um, but are here for a specific to help. And you know they're called light workers or um, you know I think people you know who understand this particular language. Um or not even it doesn't even have to be look like it's a spiritual um, person. Let's talk you know. about
0: aliens. I just want to go straight to it because I know James is thinking about it and I know we brought it up and I feel like we're kind of dancing on the edge of it. So just want to pop that in.
1: <laughs> you didn't even asked the question, just pop aliens in.
0: I
2: just want to say what she's talking about.
0: Well, Earth might have been the first time or we might coexist in different dimensions. And so and aliens, again, I think that's my correction. Right. Like I say, James, of like sort of multidimensional beings, because that is very rude to even that's a very rude term. Right. So do you have um, any any thoughts right on or any feelings of us getting a sense, you know, this year of other beings, like in other places, about more being revealed to us?
2: Well, I think we can only hear and receive what we're ready to receive and hear. Mm -hmm. Having said that, we have never been alone.
1: I feel that. I feel that. Mm-hmm. My my three, can I ask you something about your own journey? Did you kind of grow up in a household that was always about spiritual understandings or did you go upon your own evolution? And do you have like a, a moment that kind of shifted your own focus in this life journey?
2: Yeah, no, I, I grew up, well, I grew up in India. So mm-hmm. the land, I think itself, it lends itself to this, but, um, my family was religious, they did the rituals, but they were not into this. Um, as a child, I was very, very, I mean, I believed I could see fairies and um, I could hear the trees sing. And so I had this wonderful relationship with, with, with the earth, um, almost shamanic experience. Um, and then, you know, life, school, you know, you know, the, the rational mind has to come on board. And so I thought it was all imagination. Um, but I kept it, I think it stayed open because I've studied music. So with that, there's always this quality of accessing what I would call realms of beauty with a capital B. Um, so, you know, my consciousness is kept open in, in that way. Um, and then I lived what I would call, quote, a normal muggles life for <laughs> <three years. laughs> and um and then i went I, I started questioning everything i was going through a very hard p- time in my life um, and just question everything including my culture my religion everything and at that point again i f- i returned to the magic of nature where i could feel the communion with nature and i could feel the messages coming in and uh, and extraordinary synchronicity started to happen and um Kali you know entered my life Kali the goddess and so so mm-hmm. it's been this you know it's been it's been an extraordinary journey and I still pinch myself and keep asking myself how is this possible but I think it's possible if we're open um and it's pos- it is not just possible it is actually certain and it is happening for all of us we all have guides There's nobody on the planet who doesn't have a guide. So whether or not they um, agree or, you know, um, I'm not getting the word, but um, we're not alone. And I think to say we're alone is, I don't know, I think it's a Uh, very it's an arrogant statement. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, yes, exactly.
1: So now, now that you look back at like that experience with, with fairies, like, do mm-hmm. you, I, I I think so many people come to this group and groups like this, like feeling things like that are true. And then kind of other people kind of stomping the magic out of their experience. Now, mm-hmm. looking back, do you under, do you believe that was a true experience and you, you you were kind of talked out of believing in that kind of stuff?
2: Yeah, I do. I mean, like even now, I I can commune. I hear things from trees. I hear it when I'm out in nature. I receive the messages, and they're not coming from my own mind. Sorry, my light keeps looking in and out.
0: It's kind of magical. Um, but
2: <laughs> but <laughs> nature spirits, you know, leave aside beyond the veil. Nature spirits um, in India they're called devas. So every tree has a spirit. Plants have spirit. Rocks have spirits there is nothing that exists that isn't conscious and doesn't have an associated spirit. Water bodies have spirits. You go to South America, you go to Africa, you go to um, Australia, this concept of a spirit being associated with a nature, something in nature is just normal, (laughs) you know, and it's, it's not normal here because it had, the magic has been stomped out. Mm.
1: True that. And
2: what the journey of this country is to return to the magic instead of trying to prove everybody else is wrong. Mm,
1: I love that.
2: I it's
0: interesting. Of um, I love Sedona, and James and I are planning a trip there next weekend. Back there, and my husband is like, "Well, why don't you go to Joshua Tree? Because it would just make a lot more sense." And I'm like, "Because." it's Sedona and I just feel called to Sedona and it doesn't always logically make sense, but I have a, there's, there's a certain, there's a different energy there. I ha- there's a, there's a consciousness to that place. And, and when I, I feel like my energy co-creates when I'm there and it's just sort of a, I feel like it's my place where I go and sort of different activations happen and big mm-hmm. shifts happen afterwards. And um, it's, it's interesting, though, that you're saying that because I, I do experience that with certain places, you know, and um, I I think that's the same with like crystals or stones that like it, it impacts us. We feel a different way and our energy is able to sort of elevate or calibrate to those different energies. And um, yeah, I just love that you're saying that. Is there anything about... Um, this topic of ascension that you would say you don't always maybe talk about publicly or you maybe wouldn't bring up at a family gathering. I just want to like sort of get into the the realness of it because I feel like we're all, um, we're all here to have like these deep conversations that I know at times, like we don't feel like we can always speak our truth in these big ways. And this is very much an intention of us really spilling all of it. And so I'm just curious about what are what are those maybe more delicate parts of it or those parts of it that might feel harder to speak about to other people that you really relate to when it comes to ascension?
2: <laughs> you can hear me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the gears are um, shifting. <laughs> you
2: know, but also, how hard it is to speak. Yeah. I, mean, I think, like, I have been shown, and I, you know, I, and I think it's still hard for me, and I think it, it will be for all of us to claim that we are truly divine. Mm. That's really what ascension is. And you know whatever divinity is whether it's love or wisdom or one you know but to say that you're one with god and goddess or whatever the name is that you choose to give the divine it's a massive statement and one that we have you know so much conditioning about um I mean, we are really ascending to our divinity. What does that mean? Who will we be? I mean, 100 years from now, 500 years from now, what are we going to look like, right? Um, So that, um, the other thing I do know is that um, our light body is going to come online. So in 3D, we have what is called a carbon body but we also have a crystalline body or light body. And that is going to literally come online. And that's in our DNA. It's it's not, you know, a, a new cloak that we put on, but it's something that we literally will awaken to. And, uh, you know, we will start having these supra-conscious capacities, which now seem kind of only for the people in the woo world, but, that's really all normal, um, the capacity for clairvoyance, for telepathy, for um, clairaudience, for these kinds of communi- communion with nature. Um, and the understanding, I think, of our relationship, our sacred relationship with the world of spirit, mm-hmm. which which is really a normal thing, but which has had this cloak placed over it. So we have had the separation so not only to know our own divinity, but also to have a sacred relationship with spirit, to, re- to to connect with our spirit guide so that we can receive the guidance, so that we can receive the support. Um, and that that be, be as normal as I'm going to go to the beach.
1: <laughs> I love that. I just got that visual of that in my head <laughs> and I'm in for it.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I think that light body, um, and, and people talking about like homo luminous like appearing on the planet has always resonated with me. And I would find myself in different places, like receiving the rites of the moonaki or finding certain, um, you know, decks specifically of shamanism that talk about it. Or I see myself going to um, feeling really drawn to like, you know, Kundalini, you know, meditations or energy, and it all really has that in common of like seeing this connection with Uh, the divine feminine coming in and really being activated as well as with this, this light body activation. And, and um, I think that it's something that we can't see with our eyes physically. And it seems as though we are so ingrained in this like kind of materialist science. And I think that that's why it's really challenging for, um, I guess most of humanity are sort of like maybe um, somebody that isn't in touch with the woo as we're calling it here to be like, well, how do I know this is real? Because it's, yeah. I think that it's really um, developing our own relationship with it and um, having our own experiences with it and finding the truth through the experience. And I think that the way that people have those experiences, it's probably going to be, it's probably going to differ really widely. So yeah, um, mm-hmm. I'm glad that you're bringing that up because I don't know. It's one of those things that really lands as truth. But at the same time, I can't explain how it's going to happen or what it's going to look like, right? I don't have the, the answer for it, but I feel the truth of it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I love that you said that because it's really an internal experience. You know, we're so used to if something happens, I have to see it, hear it, touch it, make it happen. But this is an internal consciousness shift. And we all have this within us. It's like a language we know. It's just within us. It's not something we have to go to school to attend. It's just, it's something that will naturally awaken and is is being awakened because it's not something we're going to be doing with our left brain or a rational brain, but it's something that your soul, that your heart knows is completely normal and natural. So it's not going to be this effort of how do I learn how to climb Mount Everest? You know, it's it's not going to be this arduous mm-hmm. task. It's going to be a softer one. We do have to release. There's a lot of so letting right go of, you know, what we think to be real or only reality. Um, but opening up to a multidimensional self, which is beyond so much more beyond our five senses and it's opening up to our intuition.
1: Can I ask you, you know, now that you have come to know so much of this, has it changed your relationship with the physical death? Because I've really realized that I kind of have this weird detachment from physical death. You know, there's been some death in my personal life and the the people around me lately. And I feel almost like, not to be crass, but I am. Like I'm a dick sometimes when it comes to death because I don't feel that necessary sorrow for it. Because for me, death is kind of an illusion as you know, silly as that sounds to some people. But for me, having this knowledge, my relationship with death, the physical death has changed. Have you felt that in your own journey and understanding?
2: I'm glad to hear it's changed. Um, I mean, I grew up in India where it's just, Commonly believed that the soul will die and then be reborn. So it, it's not a big shift for me. Um, but death has always it's just seemed like a passing through as opposed to a pass or as opposed to an ending mm-hmm. or not knowing. I do know there's amazing stuff on the other side. And that it's, I mean, it's it's extraordinary on the other side, it's so beautiful and so loving and so powerful and so connected it's it's a whole other new life it's not like an ending of it's an ending of this earth life but it's an opening up of so much more as well Hmm.
0: I find like the the I guess the intention for me sometimes is like at the same time like of honoring exactly what you and James are saying of also sort of honoring the emotions and the the 3d experience of things because there is times where I feel like I'm so connected to the the spiritual that it's really ungrounding and that I still want to live my life here as Ashley. And so I think that, um, my intention is at least to like find that balance between the two and to, um, not to sort of be the spiritual bypass person and to really just be with the messiness or the chaos or the emotions that are there. But, um, I know that, like, with the political events, like, there's things like that where I feel like, oh, well, how can I remain more grounded and more present with what's actually happening versus just sort of seeing the big picture of it? And it's so challenging. I feel like I I fail at it quite a bit. But I do know that we're here to experience the emotion of it as well. So, um, yeah, I don't know that that's a question. I think it's just
2: an (laughs) observation. (laughs) And I think it's all—it's all, it's all delicious. Our emotions are delicious. Our bodies are delicious. It's—it's it's, being spiritual doesn't mean ignoring the body. In fact, not at all. I think it's relishing and taking care of and enjoying our bodies and all that our bodies do. Um, you know, whether it's sexuality or food or touch or comfort or—it um, is about joy on every level. Um, it's not about. Um, leaving. But what I do know is it can be a tough period. Like I, I know I went through a very tough period of, you know, the emotional processing, the shadow work, the um, – it, it's work. It, it can't – and I'm not you, – you can't – shy. nobody can escape it. We can't escape it um, because even though we may want to cling on to something, the wave will carry us to whatever degree – into whatever we need to know. So it is, there's kind of there, we're being compelled by nature as well as our souls to to feel, to, so I think what I'm trying to say many things, but one of the things is all of it is important. Our bodies, our emotions, our thoughts, and the spiritual. And it's that balance, finding that balance, honoring all of it. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah okay, so my theory can I ask you like now that you know people are starting to kind of be more open to these ideas and like start to feel it come from within a little bit more for someone that's just kind of opening their eye to a spiritual journey what are some books or some lessons or some people that you would really recommend for someone to like really start to understand the spiritual journey instead of just the life journey, the human journey? What, what's what been really helpful for you to open your own inner eye?
2: For me, I, um, I rely a lot on my own experience. Um, and I will say that I did read a lot of channeled books when I was trying to make sense of what was happening to me because I didn't understand at all what was happening to me. Um, I read channel books um, I would direct people to, um, I think Hay House is a fabulous source for all kinds of, you know, spiritual teachers and spiritual books. They have some wonderful um, teachers there that people can choose whatever they resonate with. Um, you know, I spoke on past lives. The last time Brian Weiss is, has some wonderful books about past lives. Um, there are just a lot of, I, I just say Hay house because they have such a great collection mm-hmm. of teachers there. So that would be a great place to start. Um, and, you know, take it as it comes. I, this is a process, you know, I'm talking like this after, you know, years and decades and who knows how many lifetimes and we, we, we all go, at, we are where we are. And I think there's no rush to get anywhere. Nothing's going to change in five years or 10 years or 20, you know, it's, We're all in a process of awakening. Um, Go towards what attracts you, what interests you. Um, And it is about the journey. And I will say that because I'm someone who likes to be, go ahead. (laughs) I'm going to be there now. But um, the journey, to enjoy the journey and to get support, especially when it's hard, especially, especially when it's hard just reach out for support to whoever speaks to you, whether it's the teacher, whether it's, you know, your show that you, you know, you talk about wonderful things here Um, and just learn, just come to it, eyes wide open. And because none of us know. Um, And that I think can be a little scary because if nobody knows whom do we trust, right. You know, but we're all sort of feeling our way into it, and we all have different perspectives, and that's the other piece. Is like some person will say this, but then this person's talking about this, but it's a little bit different. So let it resonate. So here in this whole journey, nobody is the teacher, except you. Mm-hmm. Your own teacher is awakening, and so if there's a resonance, you can, you know, travel with that person for a while, but. It's not like the olden days where you know this is the teacher. No, you know, and ultimately it's like you are activating your own wisdom, your own heart, your own soul, and to listen to yourself. Uh, You are your most important, most important guide. Mm. Mm -hmm.
0: We will put all of your your links in the show notes, and I'm I'm wondering if there's any specific place or upcoming things that you're offering where you might people might point people to find you
2: um my websites um but the, the people can reach out to me on social media if they want to connect um that's about it it's going to be a quiet year for me
1: <laughs> okay well thank you so much for joining thank us again
0: you. we appreciate thank you so much. You.
2: it's been a pleasure thank you thank so much
0: We'll see you soon on, uh, well, we'll look for you soon. Uh, it might be quiet for you, but we'll still be peering on your page and seeing what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thanks it's been so really much. lovely talking with you. Bye.
0: <laughs> oh, So... Tell me where you're at, like after the conversation, because I felt like we got to go on this journey together and explore different perspectives and see it really from her unique perspective. So tell me what's really resonating for you right now.
1: Uh, I just love her. I like that you went in for the hard dig for aliens. You know, besides all the spiritual knowledge, it was just got dropped. You went in for the. And I was like, oh, I don't know what she's talking about.
0: You're just like, I'm not with her. Oh I my mean-
1: god, why can't she just be in the spiritual lesson right now? But I just, I love. I always, I still have like this tendency to want to know more and more and more right away, and I love that she has the common ease about it, mm-hmm. and you know, her my three like bringing up like just you know it's gonna take five ten years like I think you and I have such a thirst for the knowledge right now that that almost seems daunting so I love that she you know is really preaching to give the patience for it and the expansion for it I just want to know so much right now and I want to understand so much and I feel mm-hmm. like it's vital that I get it all right and I love that the the common issue she brings to what about yourself
0: I think one of the last thoughts that was coming in um, was that like the light workers, the healers, the spiritual teachers, they're the ones that sort of volunteered to go like first, right? Like, okay, well, even though it's not the thing that everyone's doing or the norm, like we're going to like walk in our truth and kind of show ourselves and talk about it so that it makes it easier for the next person. And so I, I, I absolutely agree that there's um, a ton of different uh, abilities and things that are, that are possible, you know, and and sometimes people think that, Oh, I just need to get a reading or do this because I I get right. That not everyone's fully in touch with like their own ability to do that. Um, But I just, I really feel like a lot of like my role and others that do the readings or do channeling or whatever it is that they do, that it's, It's really just giving people the experience of um, maybe being more open to doing it themselves at some point or exploring their own gifts or getting information that they received intuitively confirmed through another person so that they realize that they're not making any of it up. So I just think it's it's um, I think I'm just interested in seeing like how our 3D world is experiencing the shift, you know?
1: Well, I love, yeah, I love that with everything that's happened in the last few years, especially, I think that people are getting more and more open to the concept of magic and something more and the spiritual realm. And I love that we've both had private experiences just from having our podcast where people contact us privately. And like, they're like, oh, I, I believe this. But like, you know, my theory was saying it was kind of stomped out of me. Or I told mm-hmm. myself not to believe that or not think that way anymore because everyone else made me feel weird about it. And I think with everything that's happened in the last couple of years, it's like, well, fuck it. It's time to question everything and really mm-hmm. buy into the magic of this experience. Because if you just look at it from the material, physical human experience it can be ugly and gross but if you're looking for the lesson underneath it and the awakening underneath it it can be magical and beautiful so I love that a lot more people are starting to like, be like hey maybe maybe trees are talking to me maybe I wasn't insane maybe that is an idea I need to re examine maybe there are it like you know other life forms out there and maybe I should embrace that so I love that know she's mentioning everything that's kind of thrust us into where we're at in the world right now it can be like a a chance to re-examine the magic of the world and
0: yeah and I think that the subtlety in which it happens because I think that sometimes people think that it has to be this like huge like big thing if your guide is like talking to you you know or grandma from the other side is giving you a message that like I think that people feel like oh if she doesn't fully materialize in front of me and I can't see her with my eyes and like hear her the same way that it's actually not real. And it's like, I think that, that the magic and, um, all of these things happen at these, these more subtle levels that we're not always tuned to just based on the distractions, I guess we'll call them that we've kind of created for ourselves here in the 3d, you know?
1: Well, and also speaking of the spiral, because I've just been watching a lot more and educating myself a lot more on lost civilizations. And I truly believe it is a spiral where like we've been here before, like there's a Battlestar Galactica thing where I forget the exact same, but they're talking about like we've this has happened before and it will happen again. And I believe that like the human experience has spiraled into the center of knowing and understanding. And then like, we kind of reset or we start again. I think we're really at the pinnacle, the center of it right now. And I am glad that my soul decided to be here during this earth experience. You always say that to me, like, remember you chose to be here. And I'm like, shut the fuck up sometimes but I am glad that I get to experience it. And, you know, you the whole idea of like, you know, why not just be divine to begin with the whole contrast and, you know, kind of elevating up is so magical if you let it be.
0: I think there's like many layers of it. Like it's going to feel chaotic as fuck as well and it's going to feel messy and that beauty can be messy. And like, I think that we need to be fucking real about it too, because I do want also you, I need you to say fuck more when we have appropriate guests, because I feel like you calibrate so much to this, like, yummy energy that i'm like where is my fucking best friend right now why is he not pushing for the alien so
1: well because the truth was i purposely needed to see that happen because it was hysterical it humored <laughs> me it made me laugh on the inside i purposely ditched you and i'm gonna own it i was like oh i'm gonna let her be the crazy alien bitch for a moment
0: <laughs> like i'm not already the crazy alien know, bitch. but
1: it was Thank fun you to sit with my three and be like, oh, okay, you're going there. We ain't going there.
0: <laughs> okay, okay.
1: <laughs> okay, all right.
0: We'll see about it. We'll see. But I do feel <laughs> like I think that that's like I want there to also be humor and laughter in the beauty at the same time and inappropriateness because I feel like that's a part of like our, our – our inappropriate sort of rebel and misfit magic is like finding that lightness and humor in it and exploring it from this divine perspective. And then I'm like really relying on you to then make a joke about it or bring in something inappropriate about it because that's a part of your magic god but damn it
1: my three kind of owns me i don't know what it is about her, but she kind of like i think she i calibrate to her yeah, and i feel it know. like
0: it's very but hypnotic no
1: right? i was gonna say like i really that's i love that you know we don't take ourselves too serious on this journey when we're together like we're enthralled by it all and it's all beautiful and deep and spiritual and shit but we also make each other laugh on the experience because like like, you know, Gaia, like, I love Gaia so much. I do. But, like, watching Gaia, like, literally puts me to sleep sometimes. Oh, my God. I'm to
0: watch the Ascension thing that I sent you, and I fucking couldn't get through it. I fall asleep day. every
1: time. Gaia loves you
0: so much. But,
1: like, the energy... I need to call here. them. Like, know. who knows fucking
0: Gaia? Can we get some, like, more interesting <laughs> teachers on there? Like, I, maybe I've heard people are being like, oh, so-and-so is, like, the new energy, and they're bringing them in. But, like, if if the new sort of uh, generations of people are going to be sort of opening their minds to this stuff needs to come in a more palatable, entertaining, Package so Gaia, by the way, um, we are available if you would like to have <laughs> us be uh, your next hosts. You can contact oh, she's us directly. got the microphone already for you, Gaia. You can contact us directly, she, she Gaia. has her
1: NPR Gaia microphone ready. You don't have to buy that it's for her, like but Gaia,
0: yeah. your hosts fucking are boring, but you can hire us
1: instead, Gaia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel right. like,
0: would never, I think we're too inappropriate for Gaia, but maybe that's what the <laughs> need is. When
1: I turn on Gaia, I'm like, I'm ready for the spiritual experience, and I feel like someone like you know, in high school when they brought a movie and you'd be really excited and then it's a boring fucking movie. I feel like that's how it is with Guy I'm like, oh no, but Guy, I love you, but like, get some people that, you know, talk a little nasty sometimes (laughs) or you know, not the soundtrack from the 70s. Like, let it go. Move along. Anyways.
0: Uh uh That's all. And I'm just wanting to make sure that you keep your energy at that inappropriate level that I love. And it doesn't mean gay, sassy man, like I'm not asking you to play in the stereotype, but like I am so much like what you bring is so fucking magical and I am so here for it that like if I feel like you get lost in sort of like someone else's magic, I'm sort of like, where wake up, where are you? Come well, back. I'm gonna
1: tell you this right now, actually. Every time a I oh, now I'm saying her name wrong. See, you've you've made me mm-hmm. so every time she comes mm-hmm. on, I'm probably gonna be the same way because that, that woman owns me. So you're just gonna have to accept that I'll be sassy with everyone else, but something about her just it stills me. So let me have that, okay? okay? And don't and don't act like you don't want the gay sass because the gay men that you've cheated on me with are all <laughs> sassy bitches, okay. So I'm like the least sassy of the the gay sassies you hang out with. So I know what you're looking for. See your wandering eye.
0: So do you think that like homo luminous, like light body activated James is still gonna be this like humorous, sort of foul mouthed man? Like, what, what's your perspective on that?
1: He's still gonna be very annoying. Very much so. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And so is are you gonna just wear shirts of like? like yourself on them. Like once you wake up to the fact that we're just all alien light beings, like, how will that shift? Because you guys, James definitely has, while he might be in recovery, the new addiction is alien paraphernalia of all kinds. So just it's mainly just
1: shirts. When you say paraphernalia, you're like, gonna you like an alien bong or like crack pipe. It is shirts and sweaters. So we'll just bring it down a notch, right? Shirts, shirts and sweaters and, sweaters. and maybe statues.
0: Maybe a fucking keychain. <laughs> Maybe a tattoo
1: soon. I don't know. (laughs) All right, let's wrap it up, love.
0: All right, all right. We love you. I love you. We're gonna probably be be
1: live from, I guess, Sedona. You're trying to keep it a secret, but you gave it away, Sedona.
0: I think we're. I think we're doing Sedona next week. Yeah, I think we're going to be there talking about channeling. Mm. And so, yeah. We'll see what happens. Thank Mm -hmm.
1: you for those of you that tuned in and those of you who are watching later on. I hope you join us next time.
0: (laughs) Bye. Bye,
1: (sighs) y'all.